Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as Giving Gal with episode number 77 of Giving Your Best Life. Friends, oh my gosh, it's been so great the last, I don't know, month. Um, My speaking engagements are starting to ramp up, which means I actually get out to get in the community and meet you guys in person. Um, I just love it. I always forget, I gotta admit, every time before a speaking engagement, I swear I'd come up with a thousand excuses of why I don't need to, to show up or uh, why we should cancel the event. I don't know why. It's just like this fear that creeps up. Um, and it happens with a lot of things in life for us. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that today, about just like the power of showing up. Um, and I think for me, it's a little bit of doubt. I don't know why. I've been speaking for a long time now. Um, I've never, knock on wood, <laughs> had anything crazy happen on the stage or get booed. Like I've always had really good experiences and feedback, but there's still always that little doubt of, um, will those in the audience, will I be able to connect with them? Will my message connect with them? Will it be what they need? At the end of the day, that's always one of my goals is to deliver a message that not only motivates and inspires people, but they take action when they leave. Like their life somehow changes for the better, even if it's just implementing one small thing. Heck, it's the reason why I do this podcast and write books, um, because I want to take all these lessons that I learned in my life and have these stories and then share them with you guys. And um, hopefully you'll share them with friends if they've made an impact in your life. So um, I, over the last couple of weeks, I've met with breast cancer support group and, um, those serving our aging population. And this past weekend I got to meet with, um, so the group uniquely Nico, which you may have heard of that group in the past episode number 55, autism, grief, and the greatest gift. It's where I interviewed my friend, Rebecca. Um, she talks about her and her husband starting a nonprofit called Uniquely Nico. And they're really there to provide support for families uh, of children with special needs. And so she and I had done some brainstorming and came up with the idea to do one of my dream board, vision board workshops. And oh my gosh, it was such a special night for me as the speaker, as for the leader of this workshop. And as I was thinking about what do I record for my podcast, which often is a struggle sometimes of coming up with so many ideas, especially now that I'm like at 77. So if you have an idea or something you want me to talk about, message me, Stephanie at givinggal.com or shoot me a message on Instagram at Stephanie or no, giving underscore gal um, on Instagram. Anyways, so I was thinking about what did I learn from these moms of children with special needs. I was there with them for a little over three hours. And this is one thing that I always learn when I go speak is I always take lessons away from those that I'm speaking with because I take time to engage and ask questions. And um, and I actually, a lot of times, you know, if I come in for like a luncheon keynote, 
um, or even sometimes for an event, I may only be there speaking 20 minutes or an hour and I have a lit- little bit of time to engage. That's one thing I love about my dream vision board workshops is I got three hours with these women and I get to ask questions. They get to ask me questions. We really get to dive deep in a short amount of time and make connections. And so I want to share with you today five lessons that I learned from these mamas of children with special needs. One, there is just so much power in showing up. I've actually been learning this lesson this year. I'm getting to go back to church regularly. And um, half the battle is like leaving the house. You know, I can find a thousand things to do besides get ready to go to church. Once I'm there, I love it. And um, talking to some of the women there is, you know, some of them, this was a new group to them. Some of them had to come by themselves. Some of them didn't know anybody, like they were stepping out. Um, and it took courage to do that. Um, but what they found was when they showed up, they really knew that they needed to be there. When they showed up, they really took away from something from the evening. When they showed up, they made connections with women and mothers who are going through some of the same things that they're going through. So if there is something that you feel led to do or you see an event and you try to talk yourself out of it, I love it. One one woman spoke up and she said like she was late because of that. Like she was late because she was just like delaying, delaying, delaying and then thought like when she knew she was going to be late, she wouldn't go. And yet she still showed up. I was so proud of her, one, for sharing that, but two, just um, investing in herself. So one, there's power in showing up. Two, There's power in a short amount of time. So we had three hours together, which three hours may seem like a lot of time or it may not seem like a lot of time. And I'm always amazed of what the transformation that can happen in three hours during one of these vision dream board workshops. Um, I guide through, so I do talk, I do tell stories. Um, There's a lot of lessons that I learned, but it's also very hands-on. It's creative. um, It's engaging and Um, We also had like little charcuterie uh, boards and there was like great desserts and we had water and sparkling water. So not even like fancy drinks, but it was amazing that these moms just gave three hours to themselves at a block of time on a Friday night. And so I... I talk about giving to yourself and these mamas are just giving, giving, giving to their families and their children and to the community. And, um, you know, I challenge you to find something where you can go and uh, be able to have some good food and good connections and relax and give to yourself, even if it's just for three hours. You don't need like a big, a big vacation to do that. Number three was as I watched the women, um, I noticed, and this is what I always think is powerful when women get together and they have the space not to be on such a rigid routine is they took time to linger and engage with each other. So through the dream board workshop, um, they'll be like, 
time for looking through magazines, time for cutting out pictures, time for placing yourself on the board or your um, pictures on the board. But I also had this big spread of like papers and magazines and stickers and pens and markers and everything. And I noticed like moms would go up there to get stuff, but then they would connect with another mom and they would just, they didn't feel this need to be rushed and to be hurried, but they could just linger and engage and be in discussion with each other. And I also found that at the end of the night, I always try to be cognizant of the end time. You know, whatever the host gives me as my end time, I'm going to meet that. But these women were in no hurry to get home. And so they lingered in little groups and talked to each other. And and for me, I'm one of those people, I usually don't linger. I go in, I like get what I need, and then boom, I'm out the door. Um, and it just taught me like there is power in connecting with one another and engaging. Number four is the power of being vulnerable. And you guys know if you've listened to this podcast any, if you haven't, go back and listen to some of the episodes. But I'm often vulnerable with you guys because, well, first of all, I want to live in a world where we're authentic and not fake and we see enough fakeness out on social media. And um, so a couple of things that Whenever I do these dream board workshops, I give women opportunity to share. And what I found is when we were thinking about and talking about their dreams and goals and some things that they wanted to work on is a couple of topics came up. One is the what ifs. So we can look at what ifs as positive or negative. And the the what ifs that um, one of the ladies was thinking about was all negative. So think about like, what if I don't succeed? What if I fail? What if I don't meet a certain time? What if, what if, what if? And I flip that around. And this is a good mindset tool that you can use in so many areas of your life is if you start what ifing the negative Turn it around and think about, pause for a second, and then think about the positives. What if I do succeed? What if I take that next step? What if, and focus on the positives. What I found is, if you focus on the negative, there actually always is a positive, but the negatives just seem to come more quickly. <laughs> they come to the surface of our mind and we have to pause and spend a little time thinking about the what ifs. The other thing that women were vulnerable about, vulnerable about was the fear of failure. And these were things that as we talked through them, it was okay to fail. You know, they were not life and death goals that they had. I was just proud that they put goals down on paper. And my goal for them is that they take steps, but also that it's okay if they fail. There's so much lessons that we learn in failure. But what happens is, is when we share these vulnerabilities, these concerns, these angst that keep us from taking any step forward is it showed this other group of women. So those that had the courage to share is they showed those other women that we all struggle with very similar and same things, even myself. It helps us build stronger relationships. It helps us to relate to one another. And it also gave me an opportunity to use my coaching skills and do a little coaching live um, to work with the women on mindset, to ask powerful questions. So there was one lady 
that one of her goals was to do a daily push-up challenge where you're doing so many push-ups each day and then you're building up to by the end you're doing you know x amount of push-ups which was way more than where you started and I asked her why she hadn't done it and and we had this conversation and, and those are things you can coach yourself is why am I not doing this and being honest with yourself and uh, I asked her well what time of the day does she have scheduled and then it was like well in the evening well most of the time we know if we're going to wait to the evening to do some type of workout, it's not going to happen. And so if we do it first thing in the morning, and then what does that look like? When can she do it first thing in the morning? So that was pretty powerful just to be able to dive deep in a little bit of some of these things that they thought were going to be obstacles of them accomplishing their goal and then us talking through them. Number five is probably one of the most powerful moments of the evening is one of the mamas came up to me and just said something to the effect, I wish I would have written it down, but it was something like, you're right. You know, we don't take time to focus on ourselves to stop and dream and focus on our goals. I had made that comment earlier um, in the night because, you know, so many mamas just focus on their children and their families, which isn't a bad thing at all. I mean, that's a good thing to be a good and caring mama. But it's okay to focus on yourself. And so that was just a reminder of not only me saying that, but to have moms go, yeah, it is okay for me to do this. And tonight was such a good night for me to remind myself that um, I still have dreams inside of me and I still have goals. So friends, I hope that some of these lessons that I learned from these amazing moms, um, you can take in in your daily life as you're working on your goals, as you're working on ways to give to yourself. Um, you know, I'm just so grateful that they showed up. They showed up and had the courage to do that. And all of these things, these one through five lessons that I learned from moms of children with special needs, is just another way that you can get to giving your best life.